Hello everyone. This is me Ishwar with Prem as my co-host and with the way we are uh, seeing the responses in the group as well as the private messages it seems clear that we are making sense to most of you. However, we welcome any suggestions or improvements on our podcast. You can message any one of us and we will definitely give you a reply. So for today's podcast, let's start away. So Prem, do you want to introduce the topic for today? Hello everyone. Welcome back. I'm very happy to see your responses in the group. I'm sure that you are enjoying this wonderful journey. And here we go. There are two topics for today's discussion. They are types of blockchain network and various forms of consensus mechanism. So, let's start with the first one, types of blockchain networks. There are three types of blockchain networks. They are public blockchain, private blockchain, and the third one, consortium blockchain. Aishwari, would you please explain the public one? Sure. So, a public blockchain like Bitcoin are, as the name suggests, open to public. So, anyone is welcome to become a user of the network and take part in the core activities. They are sometimes referred to as permissionless blockchains because no one grants authority for someone else to interact with this protocol. But by being open and public does not mean users are less secure than with any private blockchain in fact it it is the other way around what's actually public is not any identity information about a user or a trader only the transaction information is openly viewable such as the wallet number the date and the amount the ability for people everywhere to actually read write and audit the blockchain's code lends to its self governance and a high level of security i'll share a tedx talk about silk road today after this podcast do not get confused with it but try to listen it twice it is one of the most amazing way to tell you how a public blockchain that is bitcoin helped trace the drug lords some of the examples of public blockchain are bitcoin ethereum stellar and dash that's all about public blockchain prem can you talk more about private blockchain sure let me talk about private blockchain they are more focused towards internal auditing with some level of cryptography for an enterprise so a private business may want a private blockchain where they can enable access only for the users they verify and only to the users they want a central authority say the same company or the same enterprise oversees writing and validating transactions as well as determining who can read these transactions the same entity decides the mining rights it gives restricted access limited visibility own storage and permission execution let's take an example if you are a public company and you start doing transactions on a public ledger even though i will not be able to verify or find the people you are dealing with but i can surely try and read your books margins profits which no one wanted to happen and hence they need a private blockchain let's take an example where a private enterprise utilizing hyperledger fabric well i'm talking about walmart it has partnered with ibm to use this blockchain to track food all the way from original source to shelf in case of food recalls this type of blockchain could could help retailers and in fact ultimate customers 
to quickly determine the source of food. This is also been able to find the blood diamonds and to ensure that they are not traded. Aishwari, please tell the listeners what is consortium blockchain. Yes, so the third and the last uh, one of the blockchain network is a consortium blockchain. As the name suggests, it is a combination of two previously discussed blockchain. Sometimes it's called federated blockchain, a consortium blockchain is a semi-public permission system that is controlled by certain degree of cryptography and this helps in enhanced auditability and security. Control over a consortium blockchain is not within one central authority, but several approved users. Consortium blockchains do contain some of the same cryptographic features of their public counterparts, but they enable much greater control from a centralized source of a specific few nodes. The biggest use case of a consortium blockchain is the JPM coins. Here, they plan to unite their JPM coin with many other banks on their Quorum blockchain. Quorum blockchain is a kind of a blockchain. While many are viewing this as a private blockchain, it is open to the public to a small extent. The public being the other member banks. They have been developing this enterprise version of the Ethereum blockchain for several years. And according to their recent press release, they're already tested out a few transactions. Thus, that sums up the types of blockchain. Now let's move ahead on the consensus mechanism. Prem, let's first explain the users what consensus mechanism is before we talk about one. Well, we already discussed in our previous podcast that blockchain is a distributed and decentralized system. Since the blockchain can also include financial transactions and business agreements, it is important that all the people involved are in sync regarding the terms of agreement. We are asking multiple nodes, sometimes tens of thousands of computer nodes to repeat the same work. And they are all keeping a copy of the same data. And the reason we agree to this mechanism is if we can get all or most of these nodes agree on what actually the truth is, we can have a lot of trust that that's the actual truth and that the record hasn't been modified or tempered in any way. So consensus is one of the underpinnings of blockchain. There are several different methods we use right now to have all these nodes reach consensus. Right, Aishwari? Yes, Prem. So essentially, when we talk about consensus, you can think of every block in a blockchain as being like a sheet of paper. It's got a fixed amount of space. We write a transaction on every line. And when the sheets of paper is full, it is important that we all as a group come together and compare our different sheets and select the sheet or the version of paper that the majority agrees with. And so there are several different methods that we use to come to consensus on a block. The oldest and the most widespread method is what's called proof of work, that is which the Bitcoin uses. But then we started to see some of the limitations of proof, proof of work. One of the big limitations behind proof of work right now is how big and how fast it can scale. Currently, on proof-of-work blockchains, we are able to process somewhere between 50 to 5 to 20 transactions worldwide per second, which may sound like a lot, 
until you realize that the modern payment processing networks like visa can scale up to 70000 transactions a second yes therefore various alternative consensus mechanisms started to emerge like proof of stake proof of activity or delegated proof of work but first let us discuss what is proof of work proof of work is based on scarcity of computational resources and the miners here race among themselves to find an acceptable solution to a cryptographic problem and there is a basic assumption here that no one owns more than 51% of the network well with that let me talk on the second approach of consensus which is proof of stake this is based on the scarcity of given cryptocurrency the miner to mine the next block is pseudo randomly selected from all the users who are having a stake the probability of being chosen to mine a block is proportional to size of user stake in blockchain network well let me keep it very simple for example there are 100 shareholders in a company and let's say there are two shareholders a and b a has 15 shares and b has 25 so the probability that b will be chosen for working on next block is more because he has a bigger share of 25% than a who has just 15% so here if someone wants to be an attacker he needs to control enough of the staked currency to guarantee that he will be selected to create every block but since it is very expensive to have more than half of the total shares the attackers would be economically infeasible ethereum is best example practicing this aptly explained prem these are two main ways consensus is being developed in blockchain proof of work is the oldest and the original consensus protocol with almost a 12 year history with over half a trillion dollar market cap no one has been able to successfully exploit proof of work itself which really shows the security and the reliability of the protocol however there are some shortcomings and criticisms of proof of work that are now leading us to look alternate consensus mechanisms like proof of stake one of those is our transaction processing cap- capability so for blockchain to continue to be a successful solution platform we now we know that we are going to need to find a consensus mechanism which allows us to scale up the transaction processing speed with a range where we start to compete with the conventional technology they uh, there are some uh, proof of stakes where the transactional speed has boosted up but they are still not able to process as fast as visa tr- uh, processes transaction per second in proof of stake we remove the work component of group consensus and we replace it with very specialized form of gambling or wagering the idea is that if no uh, if we no longer require specialized hardware to in order to come to consensus we can allow anybody with any kind of device to participate in consensus that may be you at home or with an old laptop or a friend with a smartphone or a tablet or an ipad that sits on your nightstand most days and doesn't get used this allows for a much wider and more decentralized range of devices and potentially a much larger network size to participate in consensus so speed and the idea of decentralization are the big drivers behind the move to proof of proof of stake right 
and there are other mechanisms coming up because of the following reasons. The most important reason being to allow us to scale up to get our transaction power on par with the conventional technology. We are also trying to remove some of the centralized aspects that we have seen from proof of work mechanism. So with this, I guess all the people have a fair view on consensus mechanisms and it's time to wrap up our conversation. So wrapping up the third podcast for you guys. If you have any doubts, please write to us on the WhatsApp. You have our number. You have our mails. Until next time. Bye-bye. Take care. Ah, wait one second, Prem. Let's give them some activity this time. So we have uh, told you about the two consensus mechanism, proof of work and proof of stake. There are around eight more. We want the audience to search the internet and find out the rest six that have developed. And also there is a company which is almost about to take over the transactional speed of Visa. We want the name of that company. So let's see who is the first one to get that. And with that, let's keep the enthusiasm high. Bye-bye. Take care.